Vamanos Pablo San. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live show brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org. I'm your host, Reese. With me, the one, the only, Franklin. It's true. Not wrong. Only <laughs> one Franklin in the world. Behind in his us, eye. Or behind the camera is our young Jamie, Pablo, whose hair is out of control today. He looks like the weekend. Ooh. Like, like straight. He looks like Rebecca Black's Friday, actually. He's a Latin weekend. Ooh. Like, can you sing as well as he does, Pablo? Yes. <laughs> that's the right answer. That was why you are our young Jamie. I love it. So uh, we got a good show for you today. It's going to be a show, short show because Ooh. there's just still not a lot going on in the community. However, we're going to make it fun. Thank Ooh. you for joining us. For those of you who are listening to us on podcast distributor or watching us on YouTube, if you want to join the live show, heckle us and make inappropriate comments in the comment section. You can do so 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you can join us via Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. Nice. Whatever floats your boat. Wherever you want to watch. But, you know, you we'll do be you. there. You do you. <laughs> but for the vast majority of us who are joining us via podcast, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. And uh, the Frontline Gaming Network is where you can find this and other illuminating podcasts, including the Latin Weekend's own podcast, Chapter Tactics, which is really good, actually. It's very good. Still the most popular show on the network. Got us beat. It does. It does. But you know what? More people join us live than his. <laughs> Take that. Still <laughs> a live show. <laughs> it helps to be the only live show on the network. All right. So before we jump into the news, what little of it there is this uh, week in the gaming world, there's lots of news in the world. Yeah. But the gaming world has been a little quiet. Uh, we do have a brand new FLG mat for you. This one is called Oasis. Nice. This always brings me back to high school. It's good. With uh, the band. Yeah. It's a lot of images that were popping up. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man. Uh, so this uh, mat obviously features an Oasis scene. It's water in the desert. And like finding that, it will bring joy to you and your tabletop. It'll make gaming more fun. Check it out. Get a little some palm trees to put around it. It'll look amazing. Very, very cool mat. And it's available in a wide variety of sizes, all the way from little to big. 8x4 to 24x14 and a lot of steps in the way. Boom. Very cool mat. It's available at a discounted price. During the release period, jump on in to store.frontlinegaming.org and you can get your very own Oasis mat. Bam. 19% off. Savings. Savings. You could buy... Two mats almost for the price of one. That, that's not exactly how that math works out. I didn't get an A in math. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Buy now. <laughs> you can get five for the price of four. So, oh, there you go. Almost. Not yeah, quite. Two for one, almost. It's almost there. Um, we, uh, Gorkamorkos, we do not sell palm trees. We used to actually sell them. Uh, there was a, if you can find them, I don't even know if they're in production anymore. There was a, Oh, it was Battlefield in a Box was the series that made uh, palm trees. We still have some. We don't really sell them. It's really hard to get that terrain. It comes in and out of stock, like, randomly. Yeah. Um, but those would look really good on this mat. And if you want to get crazy, there's an old uh, how-to 
terrain guide in a, a white dwarf, which I've made a bunch of these throughout my life. I mean, I'm talking really old. Yeah. Where you get uh, wooden dowels and you paint them to look like uh, like bamboo and you could easily do it for palm trees. And then you top it with the plant. It looks surprisingly awesome. <laughs> it, it takes quite a bit of work. If you're only doing it for one table, it's not a big deal. But like trying to do it for a tournament or something is unrealistic. Yeah. yeah. But um, you put them on a little base and they look really, really, really good. I'm sure if you Google it, you can find it. Those old books GW used to make with like how to make terrain were amazing. Yeah. They were so good. And I don't, yeah, I think they were called Games Workshop, but it might have been under the Citadel. I think studio. it was the Citadel yeah. uh, um, brand back yeah. then. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I so mean, cool. Everybody remembers the old cactus with the red spikes. Heck yeah. Yeah, Sounds I've great. made so many of those, dude. Yeah. It was funny because when I was a kid, um, like, you literally copied exactly what was in the White Dwarf. So, yep. like, the tables I made when I was a kid looked really similar to what was in the White Obviously not as good, but, like, I had the little spiky uh, cactus, and then I had the... They had one about how to make little, like... Um, frond plants out of like q-tips i had a lot of those <laughs> all that stuff dude yeah with toothpicks bill kb in the chat says it was like a green so you can they're still they still actually look really cool you could get foam eggs at um craft stores like michael's or uh, anything like that and um you paint them green dry brush them and then you get the toothpicks paint them red and you stick them in there you're supposed to use a little hot glue um to do it and then you paint them Paint the tip like orange. And they, they look really cool. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. Then you like stab your hand on them. That always sucked. <laughs> and then the, the red becomes blood. Yeah. Adepticon had a lot of those. Yeah. I had a lot. <clears throat> when I was a kid, That was we had a ton of those. Because it was easy to get. Like my mom was into crafts. Yeah. So I'd go with her to Michael's and I'd be like, oh, that's the thing. It was <laughs> really fun. I loved it. Good times. Oasis Matt. Get yours. Get yours today. Chew big red. <laughs> or screw you. All right. Oh my gosh. Games Workshop's actually making product again. What? Can you believe it? I almost can't. So they're back in production. Uh, still allocating, which is annoying. The allocation is not as bad, but it's still not amazing. So if you do want to get the much uh, highly anticipated Death Guard that release is coming up this Coming Saturday, which you can get uh, from Frontline Gaming in our web cart at a discounted price. We so are going to be allocated on what we can get. It's better than it has been. Still not amazing. So if you want one, I recommend grabbing it quick. Because uh, it's probably going to sell out really, really fast. So that's exciting. Um, wish we got more of it, but it is what it is. Frankie, why don't we talk about some of the rules that have been previewed for the Death Guard. Frankie, for those of you who don't know is a very long time Death Guard player. It was your second army, I think? Yeah, it was my second army. I started it in uh, fifth edition. <laughs> but, so let's yeah. let's take a look at some of these rules and like let us know what you think. Yeah, so you've got a cool stratagem here called Harbringers for some Pox Walkers. You mean Harbingers? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought that was an army. All right, uh, but yeah, you get to uh, re-roll the hit rolls for one stratagem point. That's pretty good it's not terrible awesome. yeah. yeah i mean if you need to go in and get it done i guess but you're not really hoping that pox walkers really kill anything so i don't i mean i guess maybe if you're going against orcs or something but well yeah maybe you're trying to kill like a little unit that's on an objective 
Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure how useful that'll be or if you'll see it that often, but at least it's something. You know what it could be good for? Hmm. You look your opponent in the eye. You're like, I'm using this stratagem. You're like, are you ready <laughs> for the Wrathful Dead? <laughs> oh, ooh, that was good. I it's like the it. opposite of the Grateful Dead. Yeah, I like We're it. happy. <laughs> They're happy dead. And they do lots of psychedelics and look at dancing bears. <laughs> I like it. Yes. What about the um, next World of Trait? Shamble Rot. Ooh. It's cool because this is all curveballs. I haven't seen this stuff before. Shamble Rot. So Warlord Trait, if you're within Contagion range, roll 1d6, subtracting one if the enemy unit has a character keyword on a 4+. Suffer one mortal wound on a 6, d3 mortal wounds. That's pretty That's good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, especially uh, since... Later in the game, later the contagion the, yeah. range is huge. It's ginormous, so that'll be great. So yeah, not only are you getting that <laughs> minus one toughness, you're also taking these mortal wounds, so I like it. That's, um, I think that's actually pretty strong because the Nurgle characters are obviously known for their resilience. There's a pretty good chance they'll make it to the end of the game where this is going to start hitting like tons and tons of units. Yeah, they, <clears throat> with a lot of their special rules and a lot of the abilities you're seeing, it's going to be most often that you're minus one toughness too, which is really nice. Um, which this relic helps too. You get to raise a banner within three inches of an objective and for the rest of the time, that objective has the contagion rule. That's actually really, that's going to be so annoying. Yeah. Like one model makes it onto the objective to win the game. He's like, raise it. No. Oh, He's like, I have a cold. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> I love it. I think that's great. What's up, Brett, in the chat? I hope you're doing well, buddy. I know you've had some uh, some tough luck lately, but it's good to good to see you in the chat. And hopefully, uh, hopefully you're doing good today. Tomodachi Express, my poor Eldar <laughs> being wounded on twos. Yes, that's, yeah. that's a bummer. A lot of armies are going to be wounded on twos, but not those Deathwing. Only fours, always. <laughs> Jerks. That's... That reminds me, we got to play our league game. Oh, yeah. We like, have till tomorrow, tomorrow to play it. All right, well, you tell me when you're ready to lose. <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm ready right now. Right now. Let's knock the right, mics let's off. Let's go. Not you're ready? Okay. <laughs> You're not getting out that easy. Um, but yeah, you get the minus one toughness. That is so funny that my death guard are like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, cool, I can be toughness one. It don't matter. <laughs> Still wounding me on fours, buddy. Yeah. That's so good. It's pretty good. Um, all right, let's take a look at, I think we already. We've already reviewed disgusting resilience, but basically you get to subtract one from the damage characteristic of an attack. I think that's super good. I think it's good. It's it's less good for the large models. Like Mortarian, it's not as good, right? Yeah. Five of Feel No Pain is a lot better. Gives you basically 33% more wounds. My favorite <laughs> complainy post was, we all knew it was going to be plus one wound and Feel No Pain, so this is a nerf. I'm like... So you're saying a thing that never existed. Yeah. So, so this is plus one wound and minus one damage is clearly better than one wound and five up feeling the pain. But you're, you're seeing that as a nerf because of a fantasy world in which something else happened. Take that. People are so Reese. strange. In their reality, uh, it was the other way. The cognitive dissonance that I witness in my fellow man never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. It's something else but it's awesome that death shrouds are going up to three wounds because they always should have been three wounds no idea why they weren't yeah i agree uh everybody wants us to stream it <laughs> nah <laughs> <laughs> streaming games Take is that, such a bro. pain in the ass you guys just want it on like a cell phone or something we'll, we'll stream it that's easy yeah. to do just throw it on facebook here you go <laughs> live game <laughs> we've streamed more games than probably anybody else 
Take that. We were streaming daily for a while. And um, let me just tell you, for all you aspiring Twitcher roos out there, it's not very fun. It's a lot if, of work. If you're doing something simple like streaming a video game where you just throw a green screen behind you and you tell Super fart simple. jokes and you're playing like Call of Duty, yeah, whatever, sure. Like, that's cool. Streaming like a production, like what we do, is super pain in the butt. And when you look at the amount of time, like we've said this before, it takes, if you're only doing it with three people, which is the skeleton crew, you really need four. You're talking about 20 hours of labor to stream one game. Yeah. And like, what are you getting from it? Not a lot. Enjoyment, Reese. Not a lot. It's not fun, though. (laughs) It is. It's a taxing game, especially because you can't like, quit if you're like you're losing super yeah, bad you like, otherwise oh, yeah, still having fun. Shows <laughs> pretty lame yeah yeah <laughs> it's tough <laughs> i wouldn't uh, recommend it yeah but if I mean, you do it you know what hats off to you i'm, if I'm you, impressed if you got more out of it as a business or if you were doing it just for if that was your hobby like streaming was your hobby that's totally different you're like oh we're just doing this because we really like doing it by all means but as a business when you're like have all those people on the clock you're like the amount of money we just spent on labor and opportunity cost, we could have been doing something else. This is like, we're literally just taking money and throwing it out the window. Like, yeah. It does, It just does not make sense. It's not about me. Reese says contract killer. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it would be totally different if playing a game of 40K streaming it was like an hour. I would I'd be like, no problem. But when it's literally half your day, you're just like, uh, now I'm behind on my email, and now, you know, like, I got a million other things I got to try and do. Yeah. Uh, but um, not to be, you know, hyper-negative on it, it was fun for a while, but after a while, it was just, it was such a grind. I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah, it was a lot of work. I do not want to stream another game. I don't miss it. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Level playing, wake up, welcome back. Says he hasn't seen the show in two years. We're still here. Um, <laughs> there you go. Stream some 1K games, says Charlie, Charles Xavier. Yeah, that would actually, that would probably be about an hour. Combat Patrol. On the little narrow mat. We should get the Salty Banana. He wrote an article oh, about how much he likes it. it. Yeah. He would be stoked. Dude, he is so funny. I was like, you genuinely are the Cadillac of men. He's like, no, I'm more like the Saturn of men. <laughs> He's yeah, like, that's, it's more, okay. that's more fitting. <laughs> uh, stream some 1K games. I don't, why don't you guys stream some games? And then we can watch. How about that? The hard part, too, is like playing a 1K game just doesn't sound as much fun. It sounds pretty fun. Oh, well, then you can do it. You you and the Rhino can play 1,000 points. Didn't you come with me to the 1K tournament, or am I not remembering that? Yeah, that was back in like 5th edition. Yeah, it was great. Which was awesome back then. It was fun. Now I want to play 2,000 points. That was when Christian and Steve harpooned the the electric vehicle. That was great. Uh, TLT, what is the banana up to these days? Uh, Jason works for a trucking company in their logistics department now, in uh, in Central California. Yeah, they're not they're not a great company. That's why he made it on that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the, the the only reason the banana didn't come with us out to Vegas is because uh, he met a girl and uh, they're in a really good, healthy, happy relationship, and he didn't want to leave. So good for makes him. sense. I mean. Pfft. Girls, we got models out here. Wouldn't bro. you rather stream 40k games, bro? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's why he is still in California, and we wish him the best. Yeah. He's actually going to come out. I think he's going to try and come out and visit nice. at the end of this month. <laughs> Venom's chosen that. Uh, 
Is was, that Luis? Yeah. It was good so. talking to you the other day, Luis. Yes. He's quoting one of the famous lines from the old days of, uh, of tournaments <laughs> in the chat. Um, all right. Let's take a look at uh, the next ability that was previewed for Death Guard. Frankie, take it away. Already talked about it. All it's right. Contagion. Minus one toughness. Contagion well, range is the next one, Reese. Well, you got to make me look bad like uh-huh. that, bro. Four plus nine inch range. Well, Minus gotta, one toughness. Well, you got to blow out my candle to make yours burn brighter. I mean, that's that's just the way it works. <laughs> it's life. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> the circle of life, Reese. Candles. So the, the contagion rules. How do those work? All right, on turn one, Reese. If you are within one inch of a Nurgle unit, you get minus one toughness. Turn two. If you are within three inches of a Nurgle unit, guess what? Minus one toughness. Very familiar with three inches. That Turn three, to guess what happens? <laughs> yeah. That range increases to six. <laughs> and I know, I know you're stunned. Turn four plus. Nine. Increases again, nine it's just, inches. It's what a if measurement? it decreased? That would be so funny. Turn four plus, back to one. You're like, ah, oh, what is this? What? It's just a way to measure Papa Nurgle's enthusiasm for what's happening. It should be maximum seven. I don't know why it went yeah, to nine. Yeah, it was in the nine. Was, their also, magic number was seven. It's also a preposterously Sacred large number. radius. It's like the whole table. It's giant. <laughs> an 18-inch plus whatever size base diameter yeah. circle for every unit. That's crazy. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Take that. All right. Minus that toughness. All right. All right, let's take a look at some of the other... Ooh, showing off the actual product itself. So right here, we have a box. (laughs) Some cool art on it. What's new? Let's just talk about that. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, uh, we have a combat patrol box (gasps) for Death Guard. Comes with pox walkers, comes with typhus, and plague marines. Cool. Got this guy. The Lord of Contagion. Ooh, baby. I believe that's what he's called. Maybe not. He's got a snot gun. This guy is so cool. He has his own relic. And warlord trait just for him. So you can't choose anything else? Yeah, remember it was that flamer? It was like, oh, you can re-roll the D6 when you shoot your flamer weapon. He is the only warlord with a flamer weapon. That's not very good. (laughs) That's that's less good. I'm I'm less enthused about that than I was. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a cool model though. I like it. You got that plague furnace. Cool. Yeah. Alright. No, it's not as not as exciting. (laughs) Not super exciting. Alright, let's take a look at the unit. Sort of unit rules. Ooh. <laughs> oh, baby. Seven of the most gruesome new rules. Ooh, I like Death it. Card. All right. All right. What we well, got? what is Mortarian's warlord trait? Is I don't know. It just says warlord trait. You are not doing much good here. <laughs> That's all it says. It says warlord trait. You're the te- you got the inside <laughs> scoop on the death card, bro. Not this week. You're supposed to be the deep throat of Death Guard. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the purge. The purge. No, I don't know what that is. So during Watergate, the like the person who spilled the beans, like their code name was Deep Throat. I was like, that is the that worst. Sucks. <laughs> that the is worst. the worst. That is like, of you all could time. be like Jason Bourne and 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 and, and you're 007 and you're Agent Deep Throat. He's like, why? <laughs> that is the worst code name of all time. Yeah. They're like, and your uh, code name is Deep Throat. You're like, can I change it? They're like, nope. <laughs> nope. We're all out. You're all Mr. You Pink. Everyone wants to be Mr. Black, so I'm picking. You're Mr. You're Pink. Mr. Pink. <laughs> uh, so uh, good. Yeah. So good. All right, cool. Mortarian has four Warlord traits, says Contract Killer. I'm glad somebody knows what's Boom. going, yeah, going on Yeah, let's ask Contract him. Killer. He reads yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. Let's see. 
Uh, one or more Warlord traits. Uh, four It'll be traits. harder to put a scratch on this fierce son of Nurgle. That's I think that's a bit favored, excessive. Four Warlord traits. That's, uh, that's like, really it's one more than three. Why? One less than five. Feels a bit. You should have seven. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to remember all of them. <laughs> more durable poxwalkers. That's what, what did, I've been looking for. What did they get? That's what T4? I've been looking for. No, they were already toughness four. I don't know what makes them more durable. Contract killer again. They... Oh, they hit on a four. That doesn't make them. Any oh, they, they are toughness, toughness four. You are not. Typhus the... gave them plus one toughness, and you always stuck them with Typhus. You are not the deep throat of Death Guard nope. anymore. Nope. Contract killer on it. Bam. Uh, Still yeah. not great. T four is pretty good. And they hit on fours. Ooh, we had a reroll stratagem. To, oh, that's right. You negative Nancy. Look at that. That means you get one hit. Yeah. All right, let's take a look at tougher Death Guard Chaos Lords. Oh. What, why are they Why tougher? are they tougher? Let's see. They're toughness five. That's why. And they probably got an extra wound. So, yes, their sorcerers get plus one toughness. That's pretty nice. I and like in the minus one damage. That's really good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's actually really good. Yep. That's, uh, that's very, very strong. All right, more contagions. Oh, baby. Oh, yes. Oh, baby. It's like a weekend in Cancun during sp spring break. <laughs> this yeah. one's actually really good. You wow. have multiple contagions. <laughs> so this one, if you're within contagion range of the Warlord, you have your movement. That's really that's good. good. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, that's super duper strong. It's like, I'm going to run away. You're like, no, you're not. Especially turn four plus. Oh, my God. All those last what three turns. Heck? Yeah, that's That's going to be brutal. I like it. You got an 18 inch bubble of getting hit with a Thunderfire cannon? That's seems a, a bit much. <laughs> I like it. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty strong. Nice. All right, uh, what about Nurgle's fruit? Fruit? I'll give you one guess. What does it do, Reese? <laughs> Dangleberries. <laughs> uh, basically, it takes away cover from the enemy unit. That's what his fruit does? That's all it does. I expected a lot more. Things down walls. That's a strong name. You don't burn that that name yeah. on something that takes away cover. That's pretty sad. <laughs> there goes fruit. You choke on gases. <laughs> You're like, all right. I like this. <laughs> uh, right. I can, there's so many jokes I, can, oh, I can, can tell right now, but we're not going to. You can, you, I'm gonna, you I, can go down a dark path with I'm that one. exercise some minor level of restraint. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at Death Row Terminators. Fight harder and run faster. Ooh, they look yeah. like athletes. They look like they run a lot. I like it. So they, they changed the, the way the Man Reaper works. It has a cleave ability, which is uh, plus three strength, minus three AP. Two damage, and uh, you get minus one to hit. How's that a cleave? This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges, so you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash instantinkspotify. Because it's sure. hitting lots of I, I guess. It's, <laughs> it's the same amount as the other one. I, All right. 
Oh, I know that the scythe does more than the cleave. I think they got the names mixed well, up. Cleave is your yeah. You're cutting them in half. They got they got scythe a scythe is up. like whoosh. You're cutting lots of people in half. No. Duh. <laughs> Anyways, scythe is plus one strength, minus one AP, one damage, and you get two hits instead of one for each attack. Excellent. That's all right. That's good. It's not bad. That's really good. It's not bad. That's great. Take it. Yeah. Well, take it. Yeah, I like it. All right. Oozing. God, these names are so good. The only names in 40k that are better than the Nurgle ones are the Tyranid weapons. Yeah. Those are the best. It's like the Shaft Blower. The Barb Strangler. You're like, ooh. I wonder what that does. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What was the Salty Banana said he wanted to have his his Chaos Lord sword called the Man Sucker? Yeah. Because it sucks a man's soul out. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh okay, that could have gone a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> Oozing, uh, ravaging spores, Reese. Each uh, time a plague carrier model from your army makes an attack against a unit, if an enemy model is destroyed, that unit is contaminated. What happens when they're contaminated? I don't know. Minus one toughness? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, and then infection, ravaging, when a unit becomes contaminated. Oh, here you go. Suffers D3 mortal wounds. At the start of your command phase, each contaminated unit suffers one more wound. That's really good. Yeah, it is really good. And then uh, Terminus Soars. At the end of your opponent's turn, roll 1d6 for each contaminated enemy, subtracting two if that unit being rolled for uh, was contaminated this turn on a 4-plus unit is no longer contaminated. Not as good. Well, if you're playing Crusade, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. To make them special. Um, some of the crusade rules look super duper enjoyable they look great yeah Yeah. it's a lot of fun especially for people that play um you know more casual games or like uh narrative campaigns which is a super fun way to play the game i used to play narrative campaigns all the time yeah that was like second favorite to going to a tournament that was i really really enjoyed that all right Let's take a look at the fetid bloat drone with his flesh mower. That should be the <laughs> mow on anybody in Finland or Sweden, any of the Nordic countries. If you're a, a death metal band or black metal band in training, that's it. Flesh mower <laughs> is the name of your band. You're welcome. There's probably already one of those. So many metal bands are be. named after stuff in 40k, dude. <laughs> There's Bellacor, yeah. uh, Carnifex. Although to be fair, Carnifex is a Latin word, but you know those no, nerds. No, GW made it. You know yeah, those yeah. nerds are playing 40k, and the, the, I hope so. That's where they come up with half these names. I guarantee it. <laughs> guarantee it. Anyways, the flesh mower is plus one strength, minus two AP, two damage, and you make three hit rolls for each deck. That's mowing some flesh. It's mowing down more than it's scythin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Runs you over. It doesn't go in a sideways motion. Yeah. So many good jokes there too, but we're gonna we're gonna refrain. We're gonna restrain ourselves and move mm-hmm. along. All right, so uh, death card looked really good. Of course, obviously the big picture stuff, uh, an extra wound. All they get, you know, we would imagine they're getting the full space marine treatment. Um, they're gonna be really really strong. Yeah. They look like they're gonna be an army that's gonna be relatively forgiving, fairly easy to play, kind of like death card. Tough. They're gonna hit hard. You don't have a million models, which is always really nice. Um, and they're really easy to paint, too. Yep. It's one of the easiest armies to paint, which is awesome. <laughs> New Gamer 85. That's a good joke. I'm not going to read it, but it's quite <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, I, I think Death Guard are going to be really even more popular than they already were just because they're easy. Yep. They're cool, cool theme, easy to paint. They're good. Got some tricks. 
Uh, Mortarian is one of the most badass models of all time. And it uh, sounds like he's getting quite a bit better. So correct me if I'm wrong, Frankie. Did Mortarian get the thing where he can't die in one turn like the other guys? Uh, I'm not sure. It might be one of his warlord traits or something. Yeah, in the chat, uh, relieve my ignorance. Is Mortarian, can you only take like three wounds of phase or something like that? I thought I thought he did get that, but maybe I'm... I don't think they gave it to maybe him. Maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. Minus um, one damage, Reese. Does he get that? Yeah. Oh, that's really good for Mortarian. Feel no pain is better. Feel no pain is better. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, C. says, not as far as he can see. Uh, Zika, welcome. Yeah. Phil Killer Rub Marbelli says, if Necrons are the sweetheart of Ninth Edition, are Death Guard like the wife? I don't know. Death Guard's like, you're, if you have like a beefcake dog that lives in the front yard in like a doghouse and like, like a big bulldog or something like that, I, mean, I think that's Death Guard. Yeah. You love him, but he's outside because he stinks and farts a lot. The fluff behind Mortarian is amazing. He's he like, is. just a very angry teenager. The Upset wise, and emotional. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, I feel like of all the Primarchs, he's one of the le, le, not the most interesting ones because he's no. like, it's pretty clear. His, his like character arc, the trajectory he's on is pretty clear from the beginning. Like, he doesn't give a crap about his dudes. <laughs> just, yeah. But um, he's definitely a cool, cool character. Uh, so we have a brand new podcast on the frontline gaming podcast network the flgn this one is a very good odds of being extremely popular perhaps even the most popular it is brought to you by the one the only steve joel Ooh. the kiwi with the, <laughs> the best you could have gone somewhere with that right there with the as flex soon as mower. I was like, I was like, the hostess with the most. I was like, the kiwi with the no, 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 not going there. Uh, the podcast is called Forty K Game Changers, uh, and it is a long form interview podcast. Not too long. The first one's just over a half hour, where the Steve interviews people that have had quite an impact on the Forty K community. Uh, Steve was a professional radio host for many years. He's got an amazing voice for it. And uh, the show is very professionally produced, not at all like Frontline Gate like Signals. <laughs> uh, it's extremely good. The quality is excellent. The first show, they interview Lawrence Baker. Nice. So check it out. We're really proud to have Steve and his show on the Frontline Gaming Podcast Network. Um, I have a feeling this one's going to be really, really popular. It's very good. Heck yeah. Check it out. <laughs> all right. What's going on in the ITC? Not much. Seasons are coming to an end soon. Yeah, we're almost done with the season. Uh, the deadline to put in uh, results for the season, same as usual. We actually do it usually do it the week before the LVO, but this year we just decided to do it LVO weekend because why not? Yeah. It doesn't make any difference. Um, so we have uh, some really big events in uh, Australia, actually, that are going to go on that weekend. They wanted to be in this season instead of the next one. We're like, sure. No problem, because usually we have CanCon, and that's the um, comes in right about the same time as the LVO usually. Uh, so check it out for the uh, someone in the chat just threw me off. Marcos Castellanos. Uh, instead of the, the Las Vegas Open, which sadly got canceled, and make sure to let us know what you want us to do with your ticket. If you're waiting uh, for a refund or a processing, we are going through them, so just be patient, please. Um, we will be having the Las Vegas Open. It is an online event. A lot of people are going to be playing games. 
There's gonna be some fun color commentary. There's gonna be giveaways. All the money generated from this event will go towards a COVID-19 charity. Uh, we're trying to help donate to getting a cure, although they've already done that, distributing the cure, whatever they're gonna do with the money, I don't know. But let's just get this damn thing over with so we can go back to going to events because I am sick of lockdown big time. Yeah. I uh, want to go to events and see everybody. Uh, so check it out, Las Vegas Open. Uh, just do a Google search. You can find it. And uh, you can see if you want to contribute to the charity or just tune in and watch. Whatever. Choice is yours. Whatever. Choice is yours. So let's take a look at the standings. 40K ITC, top five. Competitive track. Dan Sammons continues to lead the pack, followed by Colin McDade, Ken Knox, third, Vic VJ in fourth, and Rude Steenbaker in fifth. Nice. Hobby track, 40K, James Weston in first, Marshall Peterson in second, Jeremiah Pettit in third, Scott Boucher in fourth, James Kelling in fifth, Age of Sigmar, competitive, Matt Beasley in first, Anthony Trentinelli in second, William Sohaley in third, Jordan Duncan in fourth, Gareth Thomas in fifth. Hobby track, AOS, Russell Tanner in first, Will Reeves in second, Adam Kamenish in second, tied. I've gotten that wrong. Every time. Every week. One day. Uh, Matt Abbott in fourth, Dan Sanchez in fifth. A new Gamer 85 in the chat asks, who are the shareholders? And I assume you're talking about the Las Vegas Nopin. Um, there aren't any shareholders, really. It's a collection of podcasters led by the 40K Stat Center boys from Canada uh, that are putting it all together. And then there's a, a bunch of other people that are participating from a lot of uh, UK, Australian, Canadian. It's kind of a Commonwealth thing going on <laughs> um, that have kind of put it together and are doing the majority of the work. Yeah. And then Frontline Gaming is the primary sponsor of the Las Vegas Open. And then the Army Painter and there's a couple other companies that are pitching in, which we greatly appreciate. Warhammer Underworlds, top five. Ivan Cho in first, Glenn Dean in second, Jonathan Colson in third, Cody Handler in fourth, Michael Melody in fifth. There you go. I'm going to say it like that every time. From that was now good. On. Forever. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, there's a COVID relief joke, says uh, New Gamer. Indeed, indeed. Uh, ben Schmoller says, typical Reese, get all the credit while others do the work. Heck yeah, baby. <laughs> That's the way it's done. Just kidding. Just like Xerxes. Yes. Try to give all the credit to other people, actually, but... Eh. Mm. I mean, if we, you know, a little rubs off on us... Eh. Whatever. Eh. Uh, and finally, Kill Team, <laughs> current top five. Rudy Pertu Tantaninen in first. John Sow in second. Lucas Carone in third. Angel Alvarez Serrano in fourth. Carlos Paz in fifth. Got a job for me in politics? Oh, baby. Ooh, Especially after is. these last couple weeks. Can't wait. <laughs> It's like the Thunderdome. <laughs> like, oh. Two men enter, one man leave. Uh, am I going to regrow the mustache or beard? I think you should bring the mustache back. I don't think so. I think you should. Just, it was, just go for it. No. Just it was, go for it. No. Get the wax. No. Go all in. It was fun for a little while. <laughs> Not. Uh, I don't think I'm going to bring that back. Should we make the handlebar mustache. The Hogan? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when I had the Mohawk and the Hogan? I don't no, I ever saw the Mohawk. Yeah, it was at the old, 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 the original shop. Yeah. And I was rocking that for a while. And then a kid came in with his mom and the mom was going to drop off the kid to like play games. And she looked at me and she was like, I could see the discomfort on her face. I was like, <laughs> like oh, no. all right, all right. I was like, I, I got to clean up my look. Like, I'm trying to bring my child here. You're like, uh. <laughs> Marcos Castellano says just a Charlie Chaplin mustache. Yeah. There you go. 
No room for that to be misinterpreted. Just do the opposite of the tragedy. Yeah, do the inverted Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, there you go. It's like in the We Don't Need No Stinking Badges, where it's just this <laughs> part. Sides. That's not a good look. So good. It's not a strong look. No. Uh, all right, if you all want to hit us with some questions, a little bit of a short show today, but not a lot going on. Um, of course, make sure to check out the Oasis mat, new FLG mat, Oasis. Ooh, that was a fancy way of saying it. I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> check it out. Pick one up if you like it. Uh, it's a discounted price during the release week. And no questions. Yeah, there's a delay. Right? Got to give them a chance. You gotta think about Do it. Do we though? Type oh, it. Oh, man. <laughs> Ever since I bought my super cool Viking quilt. I don't think you can say super cool. Oh, that, it's cool, dude. That. It's cool. It's got a wolf, a wolf on it. Now I'm getting like, it's so funny because I got this like cheesy Viking blanket because it was really cold. Now I'm getting ads for like, <laughs> oh, you should put this American flag decal with an eagle on the back of your truck. Ooh. And I'm like, how'd they know I have a truck? Because you bought the Viking. <laughs> yeah, <quilt>. idiot. <laughs> Here's some truck knives. Right? I'm in. Oh, I'm in. no. I was like, yeah. Okay. Uh, Phil Kelly wrote my belly. says, I haven't run to demolish cannons until you mentioned them in your list. Reese ran nine the other day, and he is now a believer. <laughs> okay. Nine of anything is probably pretty good. No, I'm telling you, if you play guard or anybody, if you have access to them, especially with the Lehman Rust demolisher, those through the, the demolisher cannon, it just does the emperor's work. Right now, it blows away Space Marines, and that's the name of the game right now. And they're also really good at killing vehicles. Yeah. Like, you have pretty good odds with a Demolisher Cannon of one-shotting most vehicles. Like, the amount of shots, the AP, and the damage, like, it's it's savage, right? Like, like a lot of, like, normal, like, 10-ish wound vehicles, you have pretty dang good odds of just blasting them and blowing them up. Yeah. Especially when you're, like, double-shooting that thing. It's pretty strong. Yeah, they're really good. And then I've been running mine. I was running them with just demolisher cannons. But if you run them with the plasma cannons especially, you're just a space marine killing machine. It's great. Destroy. Uh, Tomodachi Express, any space marine supplements going to be lumped into space marines for the 2021-2022 ITC season? Yeah, the way we do it is if you have your own codex, you get your own category. If you don't, you don't. don't. So now the space marine category is going to be gigantic. (laughs) <laughs> because it's going to include a lot of what used to be their own armies, like uh, Dark Angels, Space Wolves, and Blood Angels. Um, we'll still track the sub-faction form, so people can still be the best Blood Angels and the best whatever. But like GW has clearly indicated to us that you know they are just a chapter of Space Marines. So if you want to play Space Marines this season, you're going to be competing with Everybody. a lot of people. That's going to be very challenging. Yeah, it really is. Um, when are we going to play our orc army again? Ask Marcos Castellanos. There you go. Castellanos. I haven't put my orcs on the table in actually quite a while, but I, I think that if you played the Canwall kind style army, I think it would actually be really good uh, now. I think it would actually be a really strong army if you yeah. took the Walker army. I think Horde orcs would be really good too. I mean, they've they've been winning what little events we've seen. Yeah. Um, they've been doing really, really well. Yeah, Bobby Mid- Mid- Midkiff, the second. Uh, <laughs> that is a lot of competition in the Space Marine category, but eh, it is what it is. Like I said, we'll still, we're still going to tra- the, track the subcategories, so you can still see who's the best with Salamanders and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, are you guys going to require Battleforge for lists at your events, says Low Jakes, Low Jacks? 
Um, the list building app? No, we don't. We've never required anybody to use any kind of list building app. Uh, as long as it's in the right format for our events, then that's all we need. I'm like willing to bet money that every that will become the default. Like that is what everybody will use. Because yeah. like right now, and I know it came out, it didn't have a strong start, but it's getting better. It's getting way better. But just think like all the people that are coming in every every month, new people come into the hobby, they're going to be using Battleforge. They're not going to go look for a third-party solution. Like I'm not trying to be negative on any of the other army builder software out there at all. They've served the community and provided a service that people wanted that wasn't available. Yeah. But do you really think anyone new that's going to be introduced to Battleforge right away is not going to use it? Like every month that it goes by, more and more and more and more people are going to be using it. And at events, it's just going to become like the de facto way to do it. Um, so I just, you know, I think it's inevitable. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's inevitably, it's going to be the, the default um, army builder. Are we going to force people to do it? No. Yeah. Like, why would we do that? It's, we don't care. I just have a feeling that's what's going to happen. Naturally. Yeah. It'll become the thing that everybody uses. I mean, for a long time, I know most people didn't even use a uh, battle scribe. Most people just wrote it on like a spreadsheet. But now, like, mark, yeah. as the years went by, more and more people were using Battlescribe. Same thing will happen here, especially as it gets better and better. Like we said, they're just introducing it to new players right away. And then even the old players and stuff, it gives you a lot of useful information. So Yeah, and it's only getting better. Like, the, the yeah. app dev team are working super hard. They've got some really intelligent, focused people that are improving it. I have no doubt in my mind it's going to become the default. Yeah. Um, tool for that. Uh, Tomojachi Express says he's glad they extended the free trial. Yep, that was very generous of him. Uh, Kicker004 says uh, the extended trial has given him time to use it and made him a believer. Yeah, Ooh. it's a really good way to get people to buy into it. So, is and, a believer in the same category as a believer? Oh, dude, duh. Yeah, bro. Sure I like I, I so. like the Beeb's new look. He I looks like I haven't seen it. Oh man, he's got neck tats and like this like little peach fuzzy mustache. I'm like, Ooh. that guy looks like, I like it. a roofer that has some like slight drug problems. <laughs> Times are tough, Reese. Times are tough. <laughs> but you know what? He's like, I don't care. I'm yeah. rich and famous and young. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Good job, dude. <laughs> he's like, you're wearing a beanie. You're like, yeah. Shut up. Uh, smash the like button, says Marco. Oh. Yes, thank you. All right, everybody. Kind of a slow week again, but it's, I, I think we're going to start ramping up again here pretty soon. Um, hopefully, we're going to start coming out of these lockdowns. I hope, but you know, with the new administration coming in, we're probably going to get another one. Yeah. Um, um, you know, let's hope we can put COVID behind us and get back to get back to you to normal pretty soon here. I'm hoping that we can do the Atlantic City Open in June. I feel like we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. So if it does work out, um, it's it's in Atlantic City, which is right, you know, on the eastern seaboard. Um, it's an amazing venue. It's right on the water. It's beautiful, and uh, it's in early June. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, that's five months away. Like, we'll see. We'll see. But um, if it can work out, we'll let you all know. It's going to be a short ramp. You know, the runway is going to be short if we can actually do it. Um, hopefully, we can. We'll see, but um, fingers crossed, you know. Yep. 
we'll see if we can we can make it work safely. At any rate, thank you all for joining us so much for episode 718 of Signals from the Frontline. Uh, I'm your host, Reese. With me is Frankie, as always. Have a great week. Grab an Oasis mat, and we will see you all next week. See you.